Oh, Craig. Okay, there you go. Hi, Craig. Fuck you, Salam, Craig. Craig, you fucking lazy piece of shit. Get on it. Anyway, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Hire Memo Podcast, episode 30. I'm your host, Barbecue Skunk. Join me by my frequent guest and uh, beloved father, stoner, and philosopher, Leo. How are y'all doing today? Uh, I'm good. I'm just vibing. Just vibing. I get that. I mean, vibing in multiple senses. You know, I did read the articles that you sent out, and uh, one that actually hit me pretty hard was the passing of Cheems. I feel mm. like we should open with that because yeah, that's the, that's the heavy hard one to talk about. Yeah, I, I don't want to. I don't want to end this show on a on a on a bad note. So we're gonna start out on a bad note instead. Yeah, I uh. Um, Cheems, uh, I didn't know him personally as a dog, but uh, as an internet personality, he did bring many, many smiles to many, many faces. Uh, no, as I, I the, do. As the Sorry, opposition I... to Buff Doge, I, I feel that he, he was well-placed. Now, this was not the same meme as the Doge meme, right? This was a different Shiba Inu? This was a different Shiba Inu. Okay, uh, okay you've, seen yeah. the, you've seen the Buff Doge meme where he's arguing. Yeah, with, uh, the, the little, yeah, the, the little Doge and the, the like the, the little doge. retarded Doge. Yeah, uh, Cheems was the little retarded Doge in those memes. He's not retarded oh. in real life. Uh, <laughs> he died of leukemia. He battled leukemia. Uh, he was twelve years old when he passed. So he was, he was a pretty old man. Yeah, but um. God bless Cheems. Um, Godspeed. You you uh, it, it, it's... into meme heaven. Shit, man! Like, have you seen that? Um, it's like every time a meme legend dies, there's that image that comes out of um, all of them in heaven, and it's like, "Come join us, Cheems." Yeah, and it's got everybody from fucking uh, Burt Reynolds to um, Dale Gribble. Uh, yeah, to Dale Gribble to fucking. Um, God damn it, I'd have to into a Harambe and shit. Yeah. But there there's a couple people on there I don't recognize though. Like, um I don't know. I'd have to find the picture now because I can't find it. But yeah, um Teams the Dog has passed away at the age of twelve due to uh, complications from leukemia. And uh, we'd like to keep the uh, family of um, of Cheems in our heart and our, in our prayers. And um, everybody, just go and wish them well, and um, send your love towards them. And um, don't let uh, don't let Cheems' memory die. Um, oh, oh, we won't. I just I just saw this meme. This is relevant to what we're talking about. I sent it in the Telegram chat. Oh, and it's the Telegram. The, it's the Grim Reaper. It's time to go. And it's Cheems. Was I a good meme? <laughs> Grim Reaper says no. And Cheems bonks him. Oh, God. He was man. also the bonk no horny. Oh, Remember? yeah. He was the bonk no horny. Go to horny jail. Go to horny jail. <laughs> Fuck, man. It, it, it makes you wonder. Like, I wonder how many of the um, the old memes from like 2010 and before. I wonder how many like of the animals and those memes have like passed away. Like you remember, I remember the, the um, uh, insanity wolf. 
Well, like those, but like those kinds of memes where it had like that weird like background. Where it had like two, two colored background, background yeah. and it had the one character in the middle and the caption yeah, was top and text, the... bottom text. Yeah. You're talking about like actual advice, Mallard and Bad Luck Brian. God. <laughs> I've seen <laughs> Bad Luck Brian. He was in, he was in a, he was in a commercial for the general auto insurance yeah. with Shaq. Yeah. He, it's fucking crazy. He looks exactly the same. <laughs> I know. <laughs> And she's like, does that dude was wearing the same exact clothes too? Just like, I'm, I'm pretty sure that guy doesn't look like that anymore. But like, I'm, I mean, like, I can almost guarantee they're making him dress up like that for the meme. But it's, it's I mean, weird. I'm, I'm sure he embraces the meme culture of it. Oh yeah, it's like I like seeing people like embrace their memehood or like just um. Or just kind of go along with it rather than like, oh, like the blinking guy who took pictures of his head from all the angles so that people could make more memes using the blink meme format. I haven't heard of this one. <laughs> okay, so it's, the, it, it's this white dude blinking, and um, it's like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. It's like a two-panel or three-panel form. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, yeah. I meme. think I know who you're talking about. Um, the dude that looks suspiciously like Pharaoh Fox. Like yeah. he looks, like he looks almost exactly like the spitting image of it. It's crazy. Yeah, a couple of years back, he took pictures of himself from several angles, like set, circling his head, so that people could do the blinking meme from other angles you do like the bill nye meme with the fucking blinking meme <laughs> science rules science <sighs> rules until disney pays me to say otherwise until the china has uh, outbid me and then uh <laughs> china rules <laughs> bear 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 I've got to, I've got to show you that too. There's like a Chinese version of um of Bill Nye the Science Guy, and they still try to say Bill in his voice, but it comes out as like beer, 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 beer. <laughs> you can send it to me after the show. Oh yeah, it's it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, yeah, me crying. Um, shit. What else did we have? Uh, where did uh, I go? Click up news links and stuff um first one you posted on the day was the denver colorado thingy about federal tax requirements and non nonprofit organization vendor thing right so um what was the, what was the deal with that what was the context surrounding that so i, I don't know all the details as of yet but um, supposedly the main gist of it was um, somebody who, I guess, had uh, not been able to attend the con in previous years, another like trans normal furry. Um, they had they had gotten kicked out, I guess. Uh, actually, fuck it. I'm, instead of going on hearsay, I'm just going to look at the article. Uh, da, 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 da. So Denver tweeted out, as a reminder, selling items outside of a vendor agreement is a violation of the code of conduct. It is also against Colorado and federal tax requirements that we are, are required to follow as a nonprofit organization and convention that has a vendor hall. Okay, fuck, I can't. 
Uh, oh yeah, uh, I read that tweet, but I thought it was weird because uh, the article that was in the Telegram chat had said something about someone who was just trying to help their friend sell a suit. Right, uh, and apparently they weren't doing Florida. it through like the proper channels for um for like selling it at the dealer's den tables or whatever the fuck. Yeah, Jordan tweeted, I tried to help a friend sell a suit that I helped make for him to pay rent, and we were banned for with no warning. I wanted to dance in the dance comp, so I didn't want to get in trouble for something that wasn't even mine, so I ran. Now I'm blacklisted. Hashtag then for 2023, worst con ever. You know, I, I can kind of go both ways on this, to be honest. Here I, I mean, come in again with the centrist bullshit. You should have at least read the agreement because uh, someone mentioned that when they signed up for their con badge, they they had to sign an agreement that included the Colorado tax law about selling stuff in a vendor area. Hmm. Um, because both Denfer and this Jordan person, um, as as Flack Ferret put it, don't give enough context in the state about each other. Uh, Flack Ferret said on the reply to Denver, Colorado, further context is required in order to keep trust. I hope it can be provided. The conditions of the issue at hand seem blurred. It is not known due to lack of explanation from any party whether or not the location or outer sale constituted the con space. Did the issue at hand occur in a con space or did this occur in a place considered to be public property? Was the decision considered by other administration or a flinch decision that occurred at the sole discretion of an authorized staff member? We were correct to detail the issue at hand, but could likely had a resolution without going to the extreme. A warning or temporary removal seemed like it would have been efficient the, uh, or effective. The decision to blacklist these people seems excessive. I agree with Flack Ferret. See, I... I'm agreeing with this person mainly for like the tax reasons being that um, I'm, I mean, you obviously know I'm very much against taxation, like as a concept. <laughs> um, so like I'm part of me wants to say that this is based and this is just agorism and action. But then again, that is part of the contract that you had that you would voluntarily um, agree to with the con. So I don't know. I'm kind, I'm kind of torn on it. I'm like, I see the whole regulation as like a barrier to free trade and as a barrier to um, just unregulated free market. But at the same time, yeah, that is still in a contract and you are supposed to honor that even even uh, even as like a voluntarist um, agorist, whatever the fuck you still have to you still have to. Um, honor well, I mean, it's a. I mean, it's a special case, you know, right? Because the con was trying to act as a as a nonprofit organization, and they have certain tax codes, and they were just trying to follow the laws of Colorado, whether that be anti-capitalist or otherwise. They were just trying to not get their asses canned. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, I really don't give a fuck about Denver or like the plight of their con. So it's like I, I really. I'm having a hard time like giving a shit about Denver at this point. I mean, and and as for outright banning them from 
reattending. You know, yeah, I, I, I would say I would say fuck it. I'll go to a completely different convention if I was these guys. Because let's let's be let's put us in a similar situation. Let's say you're trying to raise money. You got a hot dog stand. And I know you, and I'm like, hey, I know you got a talk hot dog stand, but nobody else seems to know about it. So I go around starting to tell people about your hot dog stand. Like, where's the harm in that? Yeah. And and, it, and then it turned out that uh, that you didn't have a permit from the state to sell hot dogs there. Okay. So next thing we do is we get a permit from the state. We don't. The, the state's not going to kick us out, whether it's Texas or Oregon, because See, we were selling hot dogs on. <laughs> on the sidewalk this is the part where my where my uh libertarianism kicks in and like i just don't think there should be any sort of barrier to any sort of free trade or voluntary exchange of goods and services i i agree with you even if it is from the state or the con level like i don't i just don't think that barrier should exist but it does nevertheless and i think we just got to do with what we with what we have Right. Uh, no, I know. I know. My argumentation is kind of like going in circles with this, but well, I mean, since we're heading in circles, I think that would be the perfect opportunity to try and steer us in a different direction. So, I think the next thing that we'll bring up uh, should be the furry Delphia, since it's still on the same ballpark as cons, and we right, can talk about. Right. We can talk about Elon removing the block feature later. Mm, yeah, we'll... <clears throat> oh, shit, sorry. Uh, da, da, da. Where the fuck did it go? COVID policy so... is not changing. Masks required in calm space. Proof of vax required. From at Furydelphia. Yeah, so uh, Furydelphia still has a uh, massive stick up their ass and uh, does not want to uh, allow any sort of... Um freedom or fun at the con and uh so yeah you still got to be masked you still got to be triple vaxxed you still got to carry around all your fucking medical paperwork like you're going to a fucking hospital i i just i can't i can't help but laugh at these people i gotta know what is going on in the woke mind virus extra mode that these furries seem to be caught up in they 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 want governed so hard they want to rp covid lockdown forever you know what's crazy is that i was going through um i was going through videos the other day on youtube and it was uh like nostalgia videos from like 2004 2005 like 2010 and then i see i come across some some videos that are like nostalgic for 2020 and i'm like how the fuck could anyone being nostalgic for a time that everyone lived in fear, everyone was locked inside their house, everybody basically wanted to kill each other for a good year there. Toilet paper! And, and yeah, in the fucking toilet paper, the fucking paranoia, just the general <laughs> shittiness of the situation. And I think that these people who hold on to these, um, uh, to these vaccination mandates and whatnot i think these are the same people who are who are nostalgic for 2020 who are nostalgic for a time when government overreach was the norm i i tell you i'm sick of government overreach as as what as a fellow libertarian 
I gotta tell you, I am sick and goddamn tired of all these all these Democrats ruining everything and all these Republicans sitting on their hands and all the while they're telling us we can't do anything about it. Well, fuck you. I'm gonna do something about it. I'll feed myself if you're not gonna if you're not gonna keep the price of bread down at two thirty three or less a loaf. Don't worry, guys. We'll just we'll just vote harder next time. <laughs> we'll just, no, we'll vote not. away all those demons. But I know I know we used to do just fine as a species before there was government. Let's let's take a lesson from our ancestors. Club them over the head. <laughs> not the lesson I had in mind, but Get it him. works. We we believe Bonk. in the liftocracy here. <laughs> Bless Cheems. <laughs> but yeah. Still making us laugh. Furry Delphia is still cucked. Um, but uh, I'm not going to go into depth about them because uh, I don't give a fuck about them. I don't give a fuck about, about Philadelphia either. <laughs> I place this shithole. You know, I've been to so many places throughout the years, and I have to tell you, one of the worst places I've ever been is Philadelphia. The place is like a shithole third world country right now. It used to be thriving, it used to be beautiful, but now, now it is, now it is a shell of its former self, like so many of our inner cities here in this great country. Just like Portland, just like <laughs> Seattle, just like... Just like New York City, okay? Just like Chicago, okay? <laughs> I really wish, I really wish, okay, that oh, a, lot of the, a lot of these cities could be more like Miami, <laughs> or more like Tampa, or more like, uh, I was going to say Dallas, but that's kind of a shit <laughs> Um, God. So... Oh. Uh, Elon is talking about wanting to remove the block feature, except from DMs on Twitter. Oh, right. And I did kind of forget to mention it, like the past several episodes. But um, to anyone who's been living under a rock for the past month or two, um, Elon has changed the name of Twitter to X for some godforsaken reason. Fuck that. And, it's uh, Twitter. It's always going to be Twitter. Yeah. No one, No one cares that he changed the logo. It's still Twitter. Yeah, I it, can type really, twitter.com like slash home and end up at my homepage. Like it's the Twitter. app looks like a porn site now. Like, uh, that's not even like an exaggeration. That's, like, the, that's the meme. It's like X hamster, <laughs> X video. <laughs> like, why? Why would you make it look and sound like a porn site, Elon? I'm like, I thought you were trying to get rid of the porn. No, he's trying to make everything into an X. That's why his son is named what, it is, what he is. I still refuse to believe he actually named his son a bunch of fucking Unicode letters. And in SpaceX, you remember his his NASA competition, SpaceX. It's an yeah. X. I don't I don't know what this man's obsession with the letter X is, but like, well, because he used to watch X Files when he was younger. <laughs> I don't know, man. But yeah, supposedly um, blocking as a feature is supposed to be going away. We'll see if this actually happens or not, because supposedly social media companies are like required by law to have a block feature. 
Well, muting but, is still a thing, but what's more interesting yeah. to me is the tweet that I had found this morning after I had realized that that was something we were talking about on this show. Uh, so this morning, Elon blocked at CatTurd2. Uh, for some reason, at Elon Musk blocked me. I guess he likes the block feature after all. Yeah, what the hell? Didn't he, like, help get CatTurd back on the platform? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? I, so, I don't... I think it's safe to say that Elon is not really anybody's guy at this point. I think, at this point, Elon is just trolling the world. It's like I don't even I don't even know if you could call it 4D chess at this point because it's at this point it's like if I don't know what I'm doing the enemy can't know what I'm doing either. I think that's kind of what he's going with. You, then again, I just, don't know the man's a billionaire and probably has a plan for something. I don't fucking know. The thing is, he's he's planning to destroy Twitter. His his main end goal, his end game is to get everybody to go outside and touch grass. So he's it's, destroying Twitter slowly, bit honestly, by bit, crumbling away each individual particle of it in, in the most benign and non-noticeable way ever. Like, so yeah, that when we're all outside, we'll think it was our own idea. <laughs> yeah, just like, if I can't get off the social media and the touch grass, then I'll just make this this social media unusable so y'all have to touch grass. Yeah. The ne- like, next thing he's gonna admire. do is gonna buy Twitch. I don't know. Part of me kind of admires him for that. Part of me is kind of like, bro, can you like stop? <laughs> I'm like, I would like I'm like, yes, I understand the importance of touching grass, but I also run a fucking podcast through your app, so um <laughs> Kinda gotta have both. <laughs> yeah, I just he's he's a nut. I I haven't I haven't got a slightest ping on what's actually going on inside Elon's mind. I don't think any of us do. No. We know we know he's on the spectrum. He's admitted he's admitted as such, but Oh yeah, very much on <laughs> very much on the spectrum. But we have because of that we have no idea what what wires are connected where in the brain of one Elon Musk. I don't know. It's like some people say he's just autistic as shit and I don't know, that may be part of it. I don't know. Do you think he's autistic? He said he's autistic. Oh, is he? Yeah, he said it when he hosted Saturday Night Live. Oh, I don't even I don't even watch Saturday Night Live. I haven't watched that shit since like 2012. Uh, he said that he was the first person to uh, host Saturday Night Live who was on the spectrum and admitted it, uh, taking a small jab at Dan Aykroyd, who is on the spectrum and also hosted Saturday Night Live. But unlike Elon back when he did it, uh, he no one knew or cared. Yeah, it's just like, oh, Elon's autistic and he's uh, hosting SNL. And everybody's just like, okay. I don't know who is Dan Aykroyd, by the way. Is he like an actor? Uh, he's an actor. He was in. You might have seen him in Ghostbusters. Uh, he was in Fifty First Dates. He was in uh, Space Jam. Oh god, uh, the name sounds familiar. I, I would have to. Dude, the potato-shaped head, curly hair. 
Dan Aykroyd. It's not spelled the way you think it's spelled. Oh, that is spelled really weird. Aykroyd? He also owns Crystal Head Vodka. Holy shit, he's 71? Yes. Oh my god, I thought he was like in his 50s. What the hell? But, uh... Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, he he did the uh, Boneheads and Blue Brothers. Now that I've completely derailed the conversation. Yeah, well, I just learned who Dan Aykroyd is, so that's something, I guess. Anyway, what the fuck were we talking about? Oh, we were talking about how Elon Musk is destroying Twitter Mm. by changing its name, by removing the block feature, by blocking someone after removing the block feature. And then, like, just... Well, I guess it it wasn't really his fault that all the advertisers left, but, like, like I see, like, we have more advertisers advertisements now and that they're all like super shitty and it's all from like the same like 10 or 12 companies yeah i I noticed that a lot of the ads i get are the same exact fucking video from like 20 ads i cannot tell you how many fucking times i've gotten ads for shine or sheen or whatever the fuck it's called i dude i don't even i don't even buy clothes like i've I don't even buy any sort of clothes, especially like designer clothes. And I, I don't know why the fuck I'm getting a women's leisure wear. Twitter uh, is the only I'm... app where you can pay for premium and still get ads. Wait, you can pay. Wait, you pay for Twitter Blue on there and you still get ads? If you pay for Twitter Blue, you still get ads. Why the fuck are you paying for Twitter Blue then? <laughs> I know. What's the whole point of for Twitter reach. Blue. <laughs> I pay for it for Reach. I don't even know if I'm gonna. I I started my Twitter account when uh, Elon bought it just because I figured that I could finally start saying things that uh, I couldn't say on Twitter before, and yeah. it was fine for a while. But mostly, I just ended up using it to promote my Twitch account. And so, and he said that you can pay for a check mark, and it means that you'll get promoted in the algorithm. I was like, okay, fine. If it means that I don't have to pay an exorbitant amount for promoted tweets, I can do eight bucks a month for for it's true, it's only a little bit bucks, of reach. Right? Yeah, it's eight bucks a month. Yeah, I'm torn because, like, Im- imagine all this inflation in all this Joe Biden economy, and Twitter Blue's still eight bucks. I mean, I don't know. I don't. I just don't know if I'd pay for a site that continually um, contributes to my uh, mental decline. But uh, at the same time, I do think it would be. I do think it would be funny just to like piss people off with it. Oh, that's all it's for. <laughs> oh man. Um... Dan Aykroyd. He got fat. He was fat. He got fatter. Fatter? Yeah. Uh, you know, I we're only like 30 minutes in, but we've kind of like blazed through these news articles. Well, this this last one here we can probably stretch into a 
whole entire rant and ramble. I'm yeah. Because sure. we have a bizarre moment where a man was attacked by a furry on Huntington Beach. Did the full video ever come out? Did we ever get the full context surrounding this? Because all I remember was the furry called the dude a Nazi and punched him with the megaphone, and then they started brawling. Well, I don't even know if it was if the wolf pirate dude in the in the video actually called him a Nazi. Did he? It was just like somebody but, else, wasn't it? Maybe it was somebody else. I assumed that it was the wolf pirate dude because the wolf pirate dude just walks up and decks him in the video I saw. But I don't I don't know if the dude did something to deserve it or if it was just someone said something that uh, it looks, was misconstrued or what. It looks to me like uh, a case of emotionally sensitive furry meets somebody who mildly busts their balls and then they lose their shit and fly off the handle like every mentally ill furry does. Uh, you don't You don't have to specify mentally ill and furry. I mean, mentally ill kind of covers the, the vast majority of people who behave like this, not just furries. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, remember Macho Man Tranny Savage? Anyone, anyone that dresses up like a pirate on a beach in a wolf costume and assaults people with a megaphone is probably not in the best of headspace, just gonna say. Yeah, like, bruh, we we get it. You don't. Like, I, I know. You don't I know. Fit in with society, you don't have to go out to society to prove that. Yes, I, I know the normie um, media was having a fucking field day with this, but um, like, I have like here maybe four or five articles, and all of them are total bullshit. It's like furry fetish group attacks a uh, beachgoer, or uh, what was the other ones? Uh, furious furries fight back after busting man filming them on beach. That's a great use of fucking whatever the fuck that's called. Bizarre moment, man is attacked by furry in Huntington Beach. Uh, voyeur mauled furries caught filming fetish group Huntington Beach. This from Daily Mail, New York Post, TMZ, and Dextero. Man... The fact that they still call it a fetish group, I say we just embrace it. I say we just tell the tell the news media, yeah, it's a fetish. Now stop letting your kids go to these cons. I don't know because at the same time, it's like I want to be able to. Uh, I don't want my grandma finding out about it and then like her thinking it's entirely a fetish thing. Because like I don't know. I don't. I just don't know. If my grandma were to find out about it versus like. A random kid. I think those would be two different reactions. I just I at this point, what even is a furry? I like when I joined the fandom. I understand pretty pretty clearly that it was just someone who liked anthropomorphic animals a little bit more than the average bear, right. no pun intended, and that we all went to FA and shared our art and music and. We just stories and shit. Hung out in animal costumes. <laughs> hung out in the place to dance and act and goof around and other stuff. Talk about the movies that we liked. Hey, have you seen Open Season? I thought Open Season was kind of bland, actually. I don't know. Ashton Kutcher wasn't that great in it, but Mar what's his name? The black dude as the bear. He he killed it. 
I need to watch that movie again. Brother Bear. When? No, I didn't say Brother Bear. I said Open Season. Oh wait, you said Open Season. Brother, Brother Bear. Bear. That's the that's that's a good movie. I love that movie. Yeah. That movie gives me the feels. Brother Bear and Open Season. I need to watch like some of the old Disney movies, like um uh, the Disney movies before they went woke. Yeah, back when uh back when Disney cared about telling good stories. Oh, speaking of Disney stories and shit, did you hear that they're trying to make a uh, another Lion King? No, it was a it was a parody account. It was the Babylon B parody account. Fuck, it feels so stupid now. It was discussing good filmed. Oh, it was the discussing film parody. Yeah, it was one of the discussing film parodies. I was like, guys, did you not read the misspelling on the? Because everybody, everybody was sending it to me because I'm the lion guy. That's like, that's like the I'm third time for that account now. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> I actually read the name of the account. You can't fool me with this stupid, pointless bullshit. Like, I know I control other people just by retweeting it, but I'm not going to do that because, no, you guys tried to get me with it. It didn't work because I'm smart enough to use my eyeballs. Damn, I think the uh, I think the dyslexia got me there. I'm sorry, dude. You got you got got. <laughs> Some people do. Everybody yeah, that's gets like, got that's eventually. Like third, that's like the third or fourth time that account that same account has gotten me now. I'm so like, God damn it! I gotta block that fucking account. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not a hundred percent clean of getting trolled by fake accounts either. I have oh, yeah. fallen for plenty of shit, but. It, when it, it, it when it's the Lion King involved, I always pay attention because I'm like, dude, this is my shit. If I'm gonna freak out, I'm gonna freak out. I'm gonna save my calories for when it's actually time to freak out. <laughs> Cause I'm a mentally ill furry and I walk around on the beach and assault people with megaphones. <laughs> do you go and uh do you go and cry at cons kicking you out because the uh you went and sold something untaxed? Hey, I, all I did, all I did was give someone something that I had in my bag for five bucks. It's not your, it's not your job to tell me I can't sell that dude, the fruit gushers box that I was going to eat. I'm going to go take this five bucks and buy the new, a new gushers box now. Literally not the change. (laughs) Oh wait, there won't be any change. It's fucking goddamn Biden economics. A box of Gushers probably costs 11 bucks by now. Fuck, man. I don't even know if they have Gushers anymore. They have Gushers. Are those still a thing? They're still a thing. Oh, man. Do you remember... I um, just had Gushers, like, last month, dude. Do you remember Yogos? Yogos? That, I remember. No, those those are terrible. Do not bring those back. What? Those were awesome. What the fuck are you talking about? Dude, they taste good, yeah, but chewing through them, it coats your teeth in so much sugar. Like, I can feel the rot in my mouth after a, after a tube of those. Man, I, I must have not remembered how they tasted then, because I remember them tasting kind of like um, like Dippin' Dot. Uh, they taste like, kind of like Dippin' Dot. They're more tart on the inside, sweet on the outside. Mm-hmm. It's like the the fruit part, the berry part is the middle, and then the outside is the yogurt. 
man, those were those were super good though. <laughs> like they, I don't know, like my my early childhood, we had like a shit ton of yogurt options. Yeah, you had, all, like, like yogurt, like, yogurt or non-fat bullshit. The the Danimals drinkables. Oh, the fucking Danimals crushable. Yeah. It's the Danimals crush cup. The crush cup was like such a fucking stupid idea too, but it like it kind of worked. But I mean, like... I have no room to talk because I'm just slightly older than you. So we had like all of the popsicle ads. The oh my god, the freaking the, the, the it's a kazoozy and the push pop. Oh shit! You know, speaking of which, um, I completely forgot to link it in here. But do you remember uh, Zoo Pals? Zoo Pals? Yes, the plates. They're coming they back. Had the, they had the the jingle that I couldn't get out of my head. Oh, God. I I probably have to get Lifty on here to edit it in. But um, When you clean yeah. your plate, then you see their face. All I, all I remember was the, the oink, oink, house, quack, quack, Zoo Pals. Zoo Pals make seating fun. Yeah, that, that's all I remember. It's like, and it, it was engraved into like four year old me's head. It's no wonder you became a furry. Oh, yeah. I'm like, I keep looking back and like all the childhood memories I had. A suspicious amount of them involved anthropomorphic um, characters, either in cartoons or media. And it's just like, am I really that surprised that I became a furry? Like, I yeah, basically uh, we were we were saturated with it. We were saturated oh, with it. Fucking Thundercats, uh, t- SWAT cats, biker mice oh. from Mars, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Street Sharks, Shit, uh, uh, Extreme Disney's Dinosaurs, Disney's House of Mouse. I was watching that the other day. Disney's House of Mouse. Yeah. yeah. Um. Fucking Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic was popular back then. Uh, Star Fox. Oh uh, man, Banjo Kazooie. Uh, fucking Sly uh, Cooper, Crash I mean, Bandicoot, Spyro the Dragon. Yeah, just um, anywhere you anywhere you looked on the TV. Fuck, even um, Between the Lions. That was dope. I love Between that. the Lions was dope. Uh, Fuck, what the hell else was it? Sagwa? The Chinese Siamese The Chinese cat. Siamese cat. Do you remember that? that shit We're going to have to get Lifty to do some serious editing on this episode. Oh, I can, dude, we I need can to hear Lifty listen. listening back to this like... Jesus. I'm sorry, Lifty. <laughs> <laughs> Man, we need... I need to like... We need to like do an episode one day, either on your podcast or mine, where we just watch like old furry media from like the mid two thousands. Uh, my mine is more more like um, discussing the show after we've watched it. So what we do is we, in my Discord, we'll watch um, every episode of like Bucky O'Hare or B Stars or uh, some Let's Play of a Sly Cooper game, and then. Awesome. When the pod when the podcast actually happens, we discuss like our thoughts and opinions about the show. Oh yeah, dude, I need to like re-download Twitch and get up on that. Yeah. You're still on Twitch though, right? 
Uh, yeah, I, I like I said, um, I just I just got to like 427 followers. Um, yesterday I started my 420 follower uh, goal game, which was Conquer's Bad Fur Day. I have goals set in my Discord uh, at approximately every hundred followers, but it's not precisely every 100 followers. And I have a game that I'm going to play when I reach each of those. And when I set the 421, I knew it had to be Conkers. Um, but when it was time to play it, I was already stuck in the middle of two games. So I had to wait until I finished one of those games uh, to play it. So yesterday was the first episode of that. All right, let's see. I'm going to try to find you on um, Twitch right now. I just re-downloaded it. It's, it's a, Stone Philosopher Leo. It's the Stone Philosopher Leo. It was Stone Philosopher Leo, and then I changed my name for an in joke with a with a another channel that I watched a lot. Uh, and when you change your name on Twitch, you can't change it again for a month. So I waited <laughs> out the month with the stupid name, and then it said that my original name was already taken, even though it wasn't. But um, it counted as taken because it was the last thing I had my name as. And I was like, well, that's stupid. So I just threw a the in front of it. Okay, I guess I was already following you. Um, or no, what's subscribe? Subscribe's a whole different thing. Shit. Subscribe is when you pay five bucks a month and you get the emotes and the shit. I try to make as many of my emotes and channel points stuff as po possible free because I don't want to make Twitch into a career. Like I don't want to be a full-time streamer to make money. Yeah. I want to I want to put smiles on faces. Oh damn, you have merch. I didn't even know that. I do have merch <laughs> uh for anyone who wants it. Um t-shirts, mugs, mouse pads, phone cases for both Apple and Android. Well, shit, why, didn't I, why the hell did you say you had merch? I would have fucking bought something from you. <laughs> oh, dude, you don't have to, man. Except the fucking link doesn't work. Or I'm... Oh, there we go. I was pressing on the wrong thing. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, if anybody wants to go um, give Leo some business, he has a, uh, a merch store from... Yeah, uh, is it like from Redbubble or is it from... Oh, it's linked uh, through Twitch. Uh, it's through Stream Elements. Stream Elements. Basically, <laughs> I love I, I love the old school Leo mug that looks cool. Uh, yeah, that was a so with when I started doing stuff on Telegram, I knew that I would need a sticker sheet, and I found this artist uh, from Brazil, and I was like, "Hey, look, I don't have a persona." official design quite yet do you want to make me one and base it off of this image and i had used it uh i sent him an image that i had been using as an avatar that was this stone sloth that i found on ink bunny uh i asked the artist in the comments of the image hey do you mind if i use this as an avatar and they never responded so i started using it anyway they never said anything about it so I just rolled with it. And then I met Burgess, um, who is at Chozo Goat, if you're looking to commission him. Um, Chozo Goat? And 
he made me a reference sheet of a lion based on the stone sloth. And then my sticker sheet, my original sticker sheet was based on that. And then later on, I met another homie who really likes Disney, like old school Disney, especially. Um, uh, and his name is Pixie. I don't know what his Twitter is, but I asked him if he wanted to draw Leo with the full beard just so that he, I could see what it looked like. And he was enthralled by the idea because he loves lions. And uh, so he did. And then I went back to Burgess with it. I was like, dude, can we can we make this a permanent thing? So Burgess and I worked on a new uh, design, which is the full beard main design that I have now. Um, actually, it's not even that yet, because the original beard main design didn't have the dad tattoo and the white markings on his face weren't there and his fur was a little bit less dark. Um, we darkened it to make emphasis on the chest fur a little bit more prominent. Uh, yeah, and yeah, yeah. The dad tattoo later. Yeah, he has like an actual mane in this one. Yeah, but uh, so that's what the old school Leo is. Is it's a remnant of the the days be, days past. I like. I know we're like completely off topic by now, and like I don't care. I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to kill time at this point. But um, like I do love seeing how like a persona can change throughout time, and like um, you see like remnants of previous personas in that current one. I like. I love seeing shit like that. It's like um, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm gonna go off on a little like small monologue here. Um. It's like my my own persona is like I think like elements of like three or four different previous personas built into him. I know there was um I had a an a, a very short lived otter persona that had um it was just a regular otter but with he had like red hands or whatever. His name was um oh fuck uh Pehatmen Kandi or something. It was um, uh, it was Lenin Lenape for a seafarer, and he was supposed to be like a uh, like a sailor otter or something. But um, I took his I took his red hands, put him on the barbecue, and then I had um previous persona Malone. He was a gator, and uh, he had uh just he had camo pants and um, kind of uh I I don't know just kind of the same vibe to him and I kind of put that into barbecue. But I love I don't I don't know. I'm just a huge nerd for like fursona lore. Oh dude. Absolutely. Like every time I meet another furry, it's like I gotta I gotta learn more about the Yeah. And it's so it's so fun when you've been friends with someone over so many years and you kinda get to see as the as the years go by them change um like the burgess dude that i mentioned uh currently he's a goat furry that has amber horns uh when i met him he was a wolf uh he was a wolf and then he became a goat 
and then the amber horns came later. So were you always a lion, or was it like a several different things before? Uh, I always wanted to be a lion, and I always associated with a lion, um, but I didn't have an actual like fursona for years. Yeah. So you you've been in the fandom for what fifteen years? Uh, something like that, fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. So you've been in you've been in like a little bit longer than me actually, and the so like I don't know has he has he always been the um the version one point that um that was there or was it like a or was it something else before? So before it was just a concept. Um, when I first joined Deviant Art, which was what I found before I found Fur Affinity, I that was, was really into. I was really into Sonic the Hedgehog, so my account name was Tails ninety one. And then when I went to Fur Affinity, that's what I ended up using. So it was it's ta- Tails, but spelled in the Japanese way ninety one. Because uh, I was a huge weeb. Yeah. Uh, and then for role-playing purposes, I did use a lion character that I called Leo. And he was kind of a king that, you know, the whole deal, he's a lion. He rules the over lion. the he rules over the everything. Yeah. And then uh eventually uh, I added a character once I started smoking weed, and the character's name was Sky, Sky Blue Sloth. Where, I named your... him Sky Blue Sloth not because he was Sky Blue, but because the sky was what he was always staring at. <laughs> and then eventually, I was like, "This character doesn't do much, considering the fact that Leo is already me, and I'm already a stoner." So I'm. I kind of fused the two of them together. And then that's how I ended up finding the stone sloth image was because I was looking for something to be guy blue sloth. I see. I don't know. I I feel like there should be more sloth personas in the fandom. There should be, especially among the stoner crowd, because there's a lot of people in the furry community that smoke weed, and there's not a lot of people who are sloth personas. And I'm like, it fits, dude. I really want to make another persona. I'm like, not like gonna abandon barbecue. He's still always gonna be my main sona, but um, like I guess just adding a new hair, uh, a new character in my head cannon. But um, I'm either thinking of between a um. Just a really lazy ass sloth, or like a neurotic and paranoid chihuahua. I don't know. One, I don't I, know I'm really wanted to go with one of the two, but I don't know. I've just never really been one to uh to write down and flesh out shit. Oh fuck! We had news and shit that we were doing. I am so sorry. I am I think I think we ran through all of the news. Let's see. Uh we did we talked on the furry Yeah, I know we kind attack. of Yeah, we kind of got into like the furry attack and we didn't really like finish it, I don't think. Oh yeah. Um, um something about how the news media kept calling him a 
fetish group. Furry is a is not a fetish, but I can see it how it's a fetish to some. Yeah, I would it's, say it's really about what you make of it. It's the it's the Play-Doh of of hobbies. I know there was um Paradox Wolf actually had a uh, a pretty um pretty good analogy of this really. And um I remember him saying something to the effect of um you can have sex in the fandom, but if you take sex out of the fandom, you still have the fandom at its core like the fandom can exist without being sexual but at the same time there is still a very sexual side to it there's a there's always going to be people who have that fetish it's like uh knowing the difference between someone who's trans because they have body dysphoria and someone who's trans because they have a fetish for being the opposite sex yeah and like i i I don't think it's. Oh, let me let me rephrase that. I don't think it's a. Um, I don't. I don't. I don't know where the fuck I'm going with this. I'm. I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I I think what you're, I think what I, we need to get to, as as a society, as a community, as the furry fandom. Is we need to get back to the part where it's openly inclusive and we have differences of opinions and we it's okay because we can all come together at the end of the day and watch the lion king or play multiplayer on star fox assault you know um because it's gotten to this point where it only the only people allowed in the furry community according to the gatekeeping radical left are the gatekeeping radical left and if if you're anything else you're a nazi and you're not a real furry and blah 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 whatever you don't like the lion king as much as i do and that's what to me makes me a furry i i think the main problem is social media and i think it's like because people tend to expose their their worst sides on social media and then people will see that and they will assume that entire person is just that one bad side that they show on social media. Well, it's also, it's not just social media. It's also this this idea of cancel culture. I, I remember Zero, the smash well, right. dude that got in trouble, was talking well, about that's this. Kind of, that's, that's kind of where I'm going but with the whole like social media thing. I think the cancel culture like ties into the whole social media because... And I know there, I know it existed before social media, but it's become a lot more prevalent because of such. Well, well, the thing is, it started with good intentions. Cancel culture used to be like you saw your coworker smoking weed in the bathroom, and you tattled on him because you need he needs to be held accountable. You know, he can't you yeah. can't go jeopardizing everybody else who uses that bathroom and making it look like they smell like weed when they came out of the bathroom you're gonna get more people fired you're the guy that was smoking weed own up to it but yeah. it's gotten to this point where if you so much as sneeze in german while living in italy that's offensive and you you're gonna get all of the gays deported back to brazil by doing yeah. such heinous acts 
and right because in, instead of cancel culture being for like something that's like a legitimate crime or you know ostracizing someone that has actually been a really shitty person in society it's more like anyone that doesn't uh follow the the current social faux pas is, yeah uh, and, and and they do it for clout okay. they feel good about yeah. themselves they stand with their fists at their hips going i saved the day from this horrible bigot praise right. me ladies yeah, I'm, a good, I'm a good person now i can now i can feel good about myself and everybody can cheer me on i'm a good person don't cancel me i'm a good person remember that time i canceled that guy what about that time i canceled that guy you guys can't cancel me please don't cancel me please Put me yeah, back in the club. Like, uh, yeah, it's like it's like the whole crab bucket mentality. It's yeah, like the whole if I can't ha if I can't have it, then neither can you, kind of thing. The whole thing's stupid. We need to get back to our roots. We need to get we need to take back our fandom from these nut jobs. Right. We need to say no. Being furry is about liking anthropomorphic animals. Anything beyond that is just is activism stand on the beach all right i miss when everybody didn't feel like they needed to be an activist of every cause all at once yeah and and it is social media's fault because it gives it gives everybody open access to the world anyone can say anything about anything anyone can have an opinion about anything I oh. I love Subway sandwiches um, because the dude at the oh. restaurant puts his foot in it. We don't need to know that about you. Burger King foot lettuce. Burger King foot lettuce. Don't forget to press the subscribe button. I swear that was like that was that was our generation's uh, that stupid TikTok voice. That's chills, dude. I thought that was an automated voice. No, that's chills. I swear to God, I always thought he was doing like an like a automated voice or some shit. No, that's what he sounds like. IRL. That's what he actually, that's what he actually talks like. That's how he talks. <laughs> Hello, I would like a double whopper. Oh, so I, I gotta tell you, um, so we were at Torchy's last night. And um, the the cashier there, um, I walk up. We're all getting our we're getting our tacos. It's me, my parents, and my grandparents. And she's like, um, "Hello, what can I get for you?" And I'm like, "Okay, can you like chill the fuck out?" <laughs> she's like, she's really excited like, that it's the last five minutes of her shift, and she gets to go home after she takes your order. Yeah, and she's like, and um, well, she has said, um. Uh, I, I just asked her very, um, very calmly. Um, yeah, can I have a, a chorizo egg and cheese taco on flour on a flour tortilla? She's like, chorizo egg and cheese taco on a tortilla. I'm like, dear God. <laughs> and she did it for the whole fucking family too. There's like six of us. <laughs> anyway, I'm just, um, I don't know what I was going with that. I'm sorry. I'm very intoxicated right now. That's okay. Uh, we've been going for an hour. Um, if there's anything else you wanted to talk oh. about, I'm I'm good for it. But uh, I think we covered everything we were going to cover, right? Um, 
Yeah, pretty we much. We even went off into the weeds. Oh yeah. <laughs> there's gonna there's uh there's always gonna be a weed segment of the uh higher mammal podcast. We're we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to commission someone to animate like two D animate some of the sections of these like they do with the Joe Rogan podcast. And the oh game yeah! Oh my god, I would love that. <laughs> Fucking, um, Call it all animators, <laughs> dude. I could get. I could probably ask. Uh, I probably see if Kiki Flipnote would be interested. That would be pretty cool. Um, they can make it. Look oh, like there was one... sitting in the same room talking to each other. <laughs> there was. Um, there was one story that I had that personal story uh, from earlier this week that happened. Um, I'm not going to shout out the actual place I work at for obvious reasons. Um, and I will try my best not to uh, dox myself here. But um, so I basically work at a, uh, a manufacturing place for firearms. And um, and so there was a uh, a Washington Post reporter that had um, that had um, made his way into our parking lot on uh, on Thursday, and um, he was supposedly trying to write an article about how um, about how uh, there was a gun of ours that was used in a robbery and. Uh, the dude ended up killing like five people in the uh, bank robbery. And um, so that dude, that journalist was trying to come to our place. And, uh, you know, he's a typical leftist, like Obama dick riding kind of guy. Uh, very anti Obama dick. Yeah, very, very anti 2A. And um, he actually tries to like shove his way in through our uh, one of our front doors, and um, as ac- actually like makes his like gets his foot in through the door and is like shoved like back by one of our employees, and um, so he goes back to his car and then he's just sitting there, and um, and I guess he tries to um, approach several people in the parking lot who are just going like about their day, like going to and from work and like uh, going to lunch and shit. And uh, he's trying to ask them questions, bombarding them with fucking accusations and shit. And um, so we were called in an assembly and we were told, don't talk to this motherfucker. If he asks you anything, call 911 because this dude apparently had a, a criminal trespass order um, against him by the, uh, by the police. Um, from our boss from earlier that day. And so um, he tries to come in again. And um, I'm sorry, he didn't try to come in again, but um, he had actually followed my boss home or like had tracked him down or to where he lives or something. And uh, the WAPO journalist um, is like in this, in my boss's front yard and is like trying to ask him questions about, his story and shit. And uh, we get the police involved again. They tell this guy to fuck off. And um, next day, we get another assembly in. And um, the WAPO journalist has been 
warned by the CIA and uh, the local PD, and I believe the FBI's as well. Because uh, we we apparently do have a lot of government contracts in here, and uh, and not just our government as well. So of course there's going to be some um, there's going to be some sus shit, and I think that's really all I can. I'm at liberty to say. Um, I'm sorry. I'm trying to make this as vague as possible without like without um, removing the important details yeah. about it. Yeah. But yeah, the journalists are uh, journalists aren't people. <laughs> um, it, it is always okay to uh, bully journalists. I do not believe in freedom of the press. <laughs> but yeah, journalists are uh, shitty. But yeah, he was uh, very close to finding out um, what the receiving end of an AR feels like, so he could write that in his story if he wanted to. But um, I guess that's really all I have, honestly. Um, unless you had anything. Uh, nope, I have nothing. I should have come with something. I should have come with a secret weapon to throw onto the table. Well, I, I did kind of I did kind of send out a notice at last minute, so that's that is kind of my fault. Yeah, I was like going to bed when you <laughs> mentioned yeah, me. And I think I was it was like, like oh, fuck, I'm sorry. I think it was like one twenty in the morning when I fucking <laughs> And oh, I got God. this at message from you while I was watching um Wizards with Guns with Leo Isaac over in his Discord. We should we should try and see if he'll come on. Leo Isaac? Yeah. I'm thinking um Isaac the Brazilian artist? No, Leo's from I'm thinking Isaac Ponos. I think. Oh I I, actually Isaac Ponos did a really cool um uh art piece that I, I don't even know if I showed you yet, but it was a it was a macro art piece. I don't know. Maybe we should take one of the one of our random moots and give them a shout out. Uh, who's a who's a random moot? Um, Fluffle Snoots, how are you doing? Uh, Walden, Walden eighty three, how are you doing? Uh, oh yeah, I'm, I'm moots with Walden. Hi Walden. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Krugs Bunny, where's Krugs Bunny? Hi Lord Victor. Oh man, I need to get Victor on here too. This is I don't know if Victor would do a podcast. He he seems more like he doesn't care about this kind of thing. He he wants to just troll the libs is all. Yeah, I mean, v Victor's, I don't know. Victor's kind of like really controversial too. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, he he says stuff that pisses me off, and I think that's great. Yeah, like controversial in a good way. I don't mean like controversial, like hero controversial. Um, but yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 huh? I can't, I can't believe you're moots with all these people, but you don't know Leo. Uh, the I think really the only Leo I know is you, unless there's other Leos I'm following. Oh, fuck, I'm hemorrhaging followers today. That sucks. Hemorrhaging <laughs> followers.
Not really hemorrhaging followers. That's like three people, but whatever. Man, I, I like all these people like have followed me in these recent months, and like I I feel kind of bad because I don't follow them back. But at the same time, it's just like I don't really want to risk another Parker situation here. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, sorry to the guys that uh, the newer guys that do follow me, but um, I mean I'm sure y'all are all cool, but uh, I really do want to get um Glasshouse on here. Um, are you familiar with uh This is the Glasshouse? No, it's, I haven't heard of This is the Glasshouse. It's a uh, I I don't know if he's a. I'm guessing it's just a single person, but um, they're on Twitter. It's a it's a furry um, like jazz, uh, kind of like jazz bedroom pop kind of deal. But uh, it's actually it's actually really good. They had a um, a new album, uh, as small as ants, and um, it was actually pretty good. I'll have to I'll have to send you the album, uh, later through like either Bandcamp or Spotify or something. Yeah, I I need but, uh, more music, man. At the, <laughs> I, I'm always asking for more music. But yeah, it's it's actually really good. Um, it's actually really good music. Um, it's not like generic furry like rave EDM crap. It's like actual lyrics, actual instruments and shit. And it's not like some dude screeching or whatnot. Like he he's got actual talent, is what I'm trying to say. But uh, yeah, he's on he's on Twitter at Glass House, so you can find him there, or uh, or you can find him on Bandcamp at This Is the Glass House. I'll Glass have to get him on House. But yeah, he's a he's a purple donkey. Or at least I think he's a donkey. He's either a donkey or a mule. I don't I don't know which. Am I looking at the right one? Kilmon Kil Rock, Scotland, Rowalli uh, Castle. No, he's in. He's uh, Canadian. Did I spell Glass House wrong? Uh, glassed. Glass. House. Glass. G L A S S E D. House. No space. Okay, here's a purple donkey. Okay. Never yeah. participated in White Girl Summer. This is my massive chamber pop album you need to hear right now. Chamber pop, not bedroom pop. Okay. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't really know the difference in chamber pop and bedroom pop, but I don't know. That may also just be semantics. Also followed know. by barbecue. Yep, this is the right one. But yeah, uh, Glass House, feel free to um, uh, join me on the podcast whenever I would love to have you on. Um, I guess that's really all we have for um, as far as news and all that bullshit go. Yeah. Anything you wanted to add? Um, nope. Just thanks for having me on. Glad I glad I could be part of this yeah. wonderful episode. Yeah, man. Sorry, it was such short notice, but uh, like, I just... oh no, no, it's fine. Yeah. I just, I next time I need to make sure that I grab something before I go to bed so that I can 
throw it in at the last minute and be like, surprise plot twist. Yeah, and I'm like, I'll be sure to uh, maybe not text you at like one twenty in the morning next time. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but yeah, um, I don't know. Anything you wanted to uh, shout out or plug or whatnot? I mean, you you guys already know about my Twitch, I assume, because you guys listened to this show before. Uh, in case you don't, it's twitch.tv slash the Stone Philosopher Leo. Um, I also have a merch store, apparently. Yeah, go buy his um, hoodies, and he actually has a really cool hoodie. Uh, yeah, it's um, door.streamelements.com slash the Stone Philosopher Leo. Um, also, all of the prices that I have on there, there's a minimum price that Stream Elements has to have it be, and then you choose to go up how much profit you want per sale of that item. What I did was I took the minimum price of everything and rounded up to the next dollar. So I everything's as cheap as can be on the store. Oh yeah, so it's... <laughs> It's it's not going to be like a ninety dollars sweatshirt with like Stone Philosopher Leo written in like um, Sans Sans Comic Sans fucking font or whatever. <laughs> Although that probably still would sell. I'm not. I I don't doubt that. I thought the phone covers used to be ten bucks. How much more, are they now? More Bidenomics. Another fifteen. Oh my god. Uh. The kiss cut sticker is three dollars. I thought that was I thought that was a dollar. Man, Bidenomics. Bidenomics, man. Anyway, um I guess that's really all we had for episode thirty. Um man, thirty episodes. Thirty episodes. It's, it's been make a crazy sure, Make sure to have me on for episode one hundred. Oh hell yeah! I, I don't want to yeah. miss episode 100, no matter what. I will if if I'm still doing this by episode 100. I I hope I am. Um, I'm gonna try to have on fucking everybody, and hopefully by then I'll have an actual studio <laughs> instead of uh sitting here with my fucking legs clotting up. Uh, you can have me on episodes before 100, also. Don't don't worry about that. Oh, yeah, I I will definitely have to have you on uh, episode four twenty if we get that far. God forbid. <laughs> or, or if we're have, still have doing... me on for episode sixty nine too. Dibs on sixty nine. Oh god, I'm gonna be sixty nine by the time we get to episode four twenty. <laughs> poor uh, poor Lifty, he's gonna be sitting here listening to this. Like, which parts do I put in the main podcast, and which parts do I put in the highlight reel? Lifty, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I love you, Lifty. You do amazing work. Uh, Godspeed, Lifty. Um, love you, bud. Shout out to um, Lifty. Um, but thank you for joining me, Leo. Um, I look forward to seeing you uh, next time. And, and everybody, I look forward to seeing you next time. You should come on mine. You should come into my Discord and watch cartoons with us sometime. And we oh, can yeah. When, when are you doing that next? I do one at the first Saturday of every month, so that it will be the Friday before that. But uh, this, for September, we're actually doing part two of Bucky O'Hare because I didn't get to finish talking about Bucky O'Hare with Koosh l this month. 
Okay, well, if you're doing anything, if you're doing any streaming between in like the second or third week of September, um, I'll have the uh, I'll have the boyfriend with me, and we'll watch you. Okie dokie. Um, absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. But um, thank you for joining me, Leo. That's um, like the eighth time you said that. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sorry. I'm really intoxicated. <laughs> I've, uh, thank you I've for joining drank, me. I've drank way too you. much of this Kahlua to be healthy. <laughs> Drink yeah, some water, bro. Like, wait, this is a 750 milliliter bottle. I've gone through like a fifth of it. Drink some water, bro. <laughs> I'm very Anyway, caffeine. thank you for joining me today, uh, Barbecue Skunk. Uh, Thanks, is Leo. Else to, is there anything else you wanted to shout out before we go? Uh, no, that's. I guess that's really it. Um, right. Thank you all for for joining me for episode 30 it's been an absolute pleasure it's been a wild ride for these 30 episodes thank well, you Leo. Like a roller coaster yeah a roller coaster of several different emotions but uh stay safe stay free god bless godspeed and uh we'll see y'all in the next episode craig stop recording me Craig, go away. Where the fuck is Discord? (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm telling you, we should leave these outros in. Support for the Higher Mammal Podcast comes from JB Raccoon with KVXN Vixen Radio, Tex Yodi and Lifty Husky of the Lifty Unleashed Podcast. Anchor and listeners like you. Thank you.